I'm Mike Vardy. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. And this is the Productivityist Podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Mike Vardy here, and I have Brent Fry with me of Smartsheet. Uh, if you've not used Smartsheet before, it's a really cool productivity tool, really great with teams. A lot of people, and he talks about some of the people that are using it, you wouldn't normally, I mean, it's one of those ones that kind of flies a little bit under the radar. It's been around for a, an extensive period of time, so it's not a new kid on the block by any stretch of the imagination. But we talk a little bit about the tool, obviously. We talk about some of the pain points that teams and individuals come across. We talk about email and some of the surprising answers that Brent has about email when he interacts with some of his clients and the people he works with. Um, it's it's a really short, candid conversation. He brings up beer, which I love, as you all know. And uh, it's it's uh, you're not getting the whole episode, though. If you're a Patreon supporter, you're getting the whole episode. You're getting uh, an abridged version of it, as a, a you know the general version is an abridged version. But we'll talk more about how you can listen to the whole meal deal uh, after we are done the interview here. And let's just get into it. Here is my discussion, my conversation, my interview with Brent Fry of Smartsheet here on the Productivityist Podcast. All right, with me right now is Brent Fry, and Brent is the executive chairman and co-founder of SmartSheet.com. Brent, thanks for joining me on the podcast. You bet, Mike. So um, we were just talking as we started, and he's smart. where you are is not too far from where I am. I'm, we're both on the West Coast, making it a very easy uh, interview to organize. Your workday is, is kind of wrapping up as we're doing this. But I want to talk to you a little bit about, first off, SmartSheet. Now... Smartsheet's been around for longer than most people probably would would think. Uh, it's a software as a service, but most people think that you know they've heard of it. Uh, you know, so most people that travel in the circles that I, I talk with, they, you know, they, they're using Asana and OmniFocus and all that. But Smartsheet's one of those ones that that uh, I don't. It just doesn't in, in my circles. It doesn't seem to get the the. It doesn't come up as often. Um, and is it is? Do you think that's because it's been around so long? It's just the the, the people that are using it are so diehard, and and uh, you know that's that's kind of what I feel. But tell me about Smartsheet and why why it kind of differentiates itself from say some of the other either newer tools that are out there or some of the older ones that have kind of died on the vine. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, we have over sixty seven thousand paying companies that use our product, and some of those are small businesses that are working out of a garage, and some of those are um, are using us broadly. Like uh, a third of all of employees at Cisco use it, and a giant swath of people at Google use it. Uh, so it's it's we're used very broadly. I think if if there's a 
um, a dearth of awareness about us. Uh, one of the reasons might be because we're different. Mm. Uh, we, we took a very unique approach to uh, coordinating and managing work, and that was one that that in some ways has been around for the last 25 years. Uh, but we took a different approach to it. We have a we have a spreadsheet like productivity tool, and it, what we've done is combine all the best of those individual productivity tools categories into one integrated app online. And so you've got companies big and small, and individuals in every role. Uh, coordinating things simple and, and complex. And so kind of like the smartphone did to personal communications where it consolidated all those devices, uh, Smartsheet has consolidated productivity into one platform. And because it kind of looks like a spreadsheet and it feels like a spreadsheet, uh, it, it sort of defies the, the traditional categorization. And I think it's interesting because when you ask people how they, how they manage their work, uh, they, people don't immediately realize that the vast majority of what they're doing is currently in spreadsheets today. And, and typically they're not spreadsheets online, and, but it has become the universal tool for coordination. And so taking that paradigm and, and amplifying it with, with uh, productivity um, um, components has been, a, has, been a, has been wildly successful. Well, and the barrier to entry would be really low as well for a lot of people. That's one of the things I've, I've when I've looked at Smartsheet, one of the things I like about it, A, is the scalability factor because you've got you've got a lot of moving parts in there, but they're not all, it allows people to kind of work the way that they really would like to work. And also with spreadsheets, I mean, like you said, it's, it's, it's not a new thing. Yeah, people, you know, if you say, hey, can you use a spreadsheet? They understand how columns and rows work and all that stuff. So it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's. To me, it, it's probably one of the easier ones to kind of wrap your head around, at least to get started. And you've got the templates and stuff going on, too. So um, I think that the other thing is, and I want to get into this, is the fact that it's really great for collaborative work, right? Absolutely. It turns out there's a lot of agencies, a lot of design firms, a lot of architects that use it with their clients because it's a way of, for them to pro- provide transparency in what they're doing as a, as a service provider to their clients. And when the clients can see the the depth and the complexity of some of the things that they're working on, uh, it, 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 it is a, it's a great way of advertising the value that's being created with the things that they're, they're doing for them. So, it, it, yeah, it, it tends to be not just a, a great tool uh, within and outside an organization working on something. It t- turns out to be very good for interaction with the clients as well. And that's one of the things I want to get into is, is, is I want to talk about what kind of keeps people from getting more of those right things done and maybe in the right order even. Uh, you know, I mean, Smartsheet solves a lot of these problems. And I mean, there are other tools that do this as well. But what do you find that kind of when it comes to either individual or collaborative, we'll start with individual, but you can probably tie into collaborative. What do you find that kind of keeps uh, people from moving the ball forward regularly? What do you think kind of hampers that the, the, the productivity uh, that's out there? Because productivity is, it, we have so much coming at us so often now that there's there are hindrances out there. So what, what are your thoughts on that? Sure. You know, you already said it, Mike. The vast majority of the tools that are available out there, whether they're team task management or formal project management or social collaboration or the, the communication-based uh, platforms, they all require you to conform to the way they work. And it turns out that that isn't a very productive way for most people to work. They have already they have a way that they work themselves. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why the spreadsheet form factor is so good, because they can make it their tool. They can make it look and act and behave exactly according to the way they think about, about work. They can make it uh, follow their process instead of them following the software's process. And so it, it, feels, it feels like their own work. And that and that and that makes it work. So most of the other tools die because they're they're force fitting some 
software designers process on people, and that's not the way they behave. Um, it's it's interesting if you look at if you look at the tools world out there, there, there are literally hundreds of tools that are just slight variations of each other. It's like walking into a bar and seeing <laughs> a thousand beers from around the world. They're all beer. They all have some little taste difference, but fundamentally, you're getting a beer. And when you end up with one group picking one beer and one group picking another, another group picking another, uh, you can't really cross pollinate them. So I, I can't fill up your the other half of your glass with my pitcher because those two things don't go together. See, and you're speaking my language here, Brent, because I mean, I I have a beer cellar at home and I live in the Pacific Northwest. So you know, I'm <laughs> well, they, well, so you know what I'm saying. I, it, it, you uh, would never so, do that ever. It would be ridiculous. Blasphemy. So, I mean, in, in a world where bring your own app and bring your own device or, or, a, or a, a painful reality for organizations, the, what ends up happening is different groups will pick different tools out of this, out of this giant library. And those tools don't really, don't really communicate with each other. They all have different processes and different data. And so you, you exacerbate the problem of intergroup uh, collaboration because I'm, I just don't want to install another app on my phone. I don't want to learn your process just so I can complete the task that you assigned to me. And so it's, 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 it's troubling. So having a common tool, one that's already well understood, like our, our spreadsheet design, is a, is a benefit when you start looking at an organization as a whole. Now, one of the things I really like about about Smartsheet, getting to that personal productivity element, because I think that's really what we're talking about is, is you know, again, t- you know, projects are kind of objective, but the way we, we attack them is very subjective. Um, you know, one of the things I really like about what Smartsheet does is that they have the te- you have the template capabilities, right? So if you want to use something like getting things done or or you know any any approach, you can literally put it in there without feeling like you're shoehorning it in, right? Mm-hmm. Because because of the nature of the way a spreadsheet is designed, and and I think that that when you look back at the past, what I mean, what was the most common tools that people were using? Day planners and and and, and pros and cons lists and and and, and the Covey matrix, which is really just a. I mean, again, a very large spreadsheet, really, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you were, before you launched Smartsheet, before you were part, before you co-founded it, what tools did you use? Like, how did you move the ball forward before you, like, was it basically just a small variation of this? Or how did you get things done when, when the technology wasn't where it is, say, today? Well, we, we were running a company called Onyx, and we suffered all of the same pains that our current customers do. We We tried project. We tried uh, using the operational tools inside of our financial planning uh, software. We tried um, custom building something internally. And as I talked to our clients um, around the world, American Express, Starbucks, the Seattle Mariners, and I would ask their executives what they do for for coordinating and managing and operating and, and you know and, and tracking all that. It was it was really priceless. They would say, well we tried such and such and such and such and then they put their hand over their mouth and go, but we still use spreadsheets. <laughs> And, you know, it was it was so routinely the answer at every level in the company that the the uh, the impetus, the idea for Smartsheet uh, was was almost too obvious. It's like, why don't you take what people like about the spreadsheet and why don't you put the automation that the spreadsheet's missing in it? Now, how would an individual like if an individual wanted to use this, like where would they begin? Because, I mean, we're talking about and I think that's probably the other reason why Smartsheet doesn't get as you've already got a large profile within the larger, you know, those large uh, companies and stakeholders that you've talked about. But when it comes to like a personal uh, like my friend Corwin Hebert uses it with his small team. But if an individual wanted to kind of dive in and get started, like where where do most people begin? 
Uh, most people find us because they're searching for some pain. Like I'm trying to run a, a trade show event or I need to coordinate a church auction or I need to um, a simple sales pipeline or can I get a Gantt chart in a spreadsheet? <clears throat> and then they they find us and because we know their intent, we'll, we'll serve them up a template that feels like the answer to their problem. And then they use that as the starting point. Now, if there's a whole bunch of other resources, we have a solution center that explains why things are set up the way they are for the particular use that you have. There's a there's a, um, a group of people here we call Solution Desk. You can just simply request that you want a half hour with them to to have them help you configure your you know the, the answer to your challenge. Uh, there's a there's a um, there's a community online that we have that people that users help each other. Hey, look at this cool thing that I'm doing with it. Oh my gosh, I need to do that too. And so there's there's a lot of ways to design it, and because it's perfectly flexible, it it the the designs that come up are always surprising us. Now let's talk about the communication component of team based work, and especially when it comes to task management. We've seen other tools that try to wrap it inside of the task management application. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but how do you get people? I mean. Uh, Let's talk about your, you know, in your particular instance, what you've seen, because I think this is a big problem, too, is that we tend to use the wrong tool for the uh, the wrong situation. So what what do you find? Let's talk like email in particular. How are you managing to pivot people into Smartsheet or into any like away from email so that they're not constantly dealing with the, you know, like this two way communication portal instead of just being able to focus on the work that they need to focus on? Well, you know, this may be a surprising answer, Mike, but we, we actually don't try to pivot them away from it. Uh, we had two couple of found, founding principles of the product. One was, hey, it, it better wrap itself around the way the user wants to work rather than the other way around. And the second one is um, it better not require that the people they want to collaborate with have to sign on to the product to to um, to interact with it because they just if that is a requirement, it puts an undue amount of burden on the, the person that's using this to to get the other folks to adopt it. So how can we let how can we let them participate in the way that they are familiar with? And most mostly it's it's email. Someone sends an email saying, "Hey, what's the status of this thing?" Well, that's no different. You can be in a smart sheet, or you could pick a couple rows, and you could you could send those rows as update requests via email to to your colleague or to an outside vendor. Let's say you're sending it to your law firm to say, "Hey, we review this contract that's attached to these rows." You don't want to share the whole sheet. You want them to see your whole project. You just want them to see those rows, and you want them to be able to update those and see the attachments associated with it. You don't want them to have to go into Smartsheet, understand how it works, make the edits there. You'd like them to be able to simply make the edits in email and give you the answer back. And so our integrations uh, within Gmail and now in Office 365 let that happen right in the mail, and that takes a lot of pressure off of the of the um, of the you know, what we call creator, the person that's 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 owning and managing that work uh, of of trying to force adoption on other folks. They can now just respond in kind. You know, and that's that's something that I feel a lot of tools don't do. They try to basically you know kind of co-opt and then corrupt you know, kind of the way everyone needs to work and this that, that's an effective way to make it happen because like you said those that they've just got too much going on or they just need status reports they don't need to be cons- constantly you know they don't need to learn a new tool necessarily they just need to be able to deal with it within the correspondence that's being sent their way and that and it's interesting because that's um it, it's such an effective thing that we uh, smartsheet won uh, business app of the year at, at microsoft's partner conference in orlando two weeks ago and I mean, of all, it's the one that's getting downloaded and used um, uh, the most. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, let's talk about where things are going, right? So, I mean, again, we're looking at Smartsheet, which is, I mean, 
pardon what I'll call a spreadsheet on steroids. Let's just, <laughs> that's how I'll refer to it right now. I don't know. Um, but where do you think things are going in terms of, of the productivity space? Like not just collaborative work, but just things and just overarchingly. That's a good question. I, and it is kind of funny. You call it a spreadsheet on steroids. We filmed a bunch of our customers after, after a few of our, of our select meetings with, uh, with them in different cities. And, <laughs> It, I, I think drug references were pretty common. It's a spreadsheet on steroids. It's a spreadsheet on crack. And so it was. It, it was. It's kind of comical. Where are things going? I, I really. I look at. I look at productivity and it and its you know its future is is focused on on three things: the communication, the coordination, and the accountability. And you know there are there are some very interesting communications platforms that are that are are coming out. Some some have existed for a while. You and I are on Skype right now. Uh, but then you have you have folks like Slack who are, are changing the way that people are collaborating. That is very much a topical collaboration tool. Hey, a, a dev crew or design team is all working on something, and they're and you know that topic is the thing that they're noodling on and they're grinding on, and so all of the communications are are real time and preserved about that particular topic, and you end up with kind of a wiki of information that's specific to that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help you with coordination or accountability because it really isn't tracking the the you know the stages and steps and dependencies and you know the and who's responsible along the, along the path and and I think that's where we come in we 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 have communications there's a lot that we do with communication particularly as I explained like with email but certainly on the on the the coordination the moving things through the process knowing what's important who's responsible uh, and the accountability because because if you're holding the if you're holding the record of uh, of the status of where things are and you're making it transparently available. You're the, you're you're forcing accountability, and it's it's um, increasingly evident in our customers as they use our product that that transparency has increased productivity because people people don't have anywhere to hide, and so they're 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 simply getting their work done more effectively. Or what they're and or what they're seeing is that um, management upstairs isn't saying why is this not done. They're seeing real time that something just went from green to yellow to red. And they're reaching out. Hey, what can I do to make that not happen? Because that's going to affect my. That's going to affect me, even if it's in that other group over there. So I, I think, I think the, um, I think there's going to be a premium on this. And, and what that means is that you can't have a different tool in every group for different things and expect that you're going to be able to have very decent oversight uh, and accountability. So uh, again, you're going to see a, a consolidation of platforms into ones that that work more broadly and widely across more things, and that's I think that's where we're we're really starting to pull away in a lot of the larger accounts is they find that um, Smartsheet is present in 72 different places in Cisco. Hey, I guess we should standardize on this, and so they they go through the process and make it approved and enabled for the whole company. Uh, you know, and similar things are happening at other large companies, uh, GSA in the in the federal space. Uh, so it's uh, I think what you're going to see is is you know a few less beer taps and at some of these bigger companies and you know a little bit more of what what works for everybody. Higher quality beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, before I let you go, a couple more quick questions. What out of all the features that Smartsheet has surprises you that isn't maybe used or utilized nearly as much as you thought it would be? Uh, we call it reporting. It, it is, is it effectively you can look across all of the smart sheets that you have, regardless of how they're structured, and you can roll them up against whatever criteria you want. Show me everything we know, everything that we're holding about uh, Cisco. 
or show me all the things that I have to do or show me everything that is a, that we have anywhere that is at risk in any way, no matter how someone's classified it. And you can get those lists and you can get those those views. And it is amazingly powerful because it doesn't require that everyone has had to adopt a specific process and they've had to fill in all their data just right. And they've had to create all of their their foreign key links to the data. It, it it's 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 sort of the search version, the Google search version of looking at work broadly. And um, and so I, I'm always surprised when people are are unaware of that feature because it, it gives them such great transparency and control over what they're doing, because we also you can edit from there. So we'll find sales managers and we'll find uh, um, uh, chief PMO officers who are using this as their dashboard to orchestrate everybody's movement. Brent, I want to thank you so much for joining me this week. Uh, I mean, what I, I mean, I've spent some time in Smartsheet. I've got a couple of clients that are that are using it for again for the purpose. Of, like the Gantt is a huge component for them, but also, uh, interestingly enough. Um, they are teams, and the teams that they 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 need they they can get into a spreadsheet a little bit easier than say something like um, you know some of the other task managers out there that look more database oriented honestly than spreadsheet oriented. So it's an easier. I mean, what I love about Smartsheet is that the gateway to entry is so the barrier is so low, really, because most people can wrap their heads around that, and it's almost like the sweet seduction of task management happening, <laughs> recognizing it. And then they look at it and go, Oh, wait a minute. Okay. So this is where I should all put all my stuff. And once you start to, you know, spend some time in there and rely on it. And that's, I think the key is entrust it. Then it, you know, I mean, it's not so much of a, a jump. Do you know what I mean? It's not so much of a leap for people to use something like this instead of frankly, a basic to do list or, or something like you said, like project or, or outlook tasks or, or whatever. It gives them the capability to like fluidly go through their tasks, not just on their own, but with others and also communicate effectively. And as you said, that accountability factors there as well. Mm hmm. Exactly. So uh, where can people find you online uh, when you are not talking to me about the uh, and making a, such a great connection between task management applications and beer? <laughs> uh, me personally or the company? Both. <laughs> well, it's, it's uh, smartsheet.com and uh, you can come and trial the product and look for solutions in the solution section and you can try out for free for 30 days and Super affordable. We have a, probably one of the most friendly pricing models in the industry and in that we only ask you to pay for if you're the person creating this, these sheets and, and managing them. And you can share them with and, and enable people to collaborate on them uh, as much as, as with as much uh, interaction as you want. And they're all free. So it's a, it's a very, it's a very friendly pricing model. Um, um, our hashtag at Smartsheet. Uh, and then uh, you can find me at B underscore Fry on, on Twitter and um, and then on, on, on LinkedIn, um, similarly Brent Fry. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining me this week, Brent. You bet. Thanks, Mike. So some pretty cool stuff there. Uh, some of the stuff that Brent said I didn't expect. Uh, the beer thing is great. I actually have uh, taken some of his suggestions as to where to go in the Seattle area to grab beer, which I think is, you know, it's. I mean, I'm not that far from there. So 
Uh, I may just take him up on those uh, <laughs> some of those suggestions in the future. And I, I would love it if you would take me up on the suggestion of becoming a member of the Patreon community. Go to patreon.com slash productivityist. You get two bonus episodes every week that are a bit more personal in nature, just me talking. There's occasionally the interview here and there, but a lot of different topics that, are, that I discuss in 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, you'll also get the entire version of the, uh, the podcast. Some episodes you get maybe 5 to 10 minutes more. Others you're getting 15 minutes more uh, of, of each episode, depending on it. Some of the ones that I've done recently with Andrew Sinkoff and and uh, you know Todd Henry, you get a bit more. So uh, check that out. Again, go to patreon.com slash productivityist. Contribute at whatever level you're comfortable, from $1 all the way to $100. There's different um, things you get with every single perk. So check that out. And also, you know, if you, if you want to go to iTunes and let people know about the show, that's great. Uh, but the Patreon community is where a lot of the fun stuff happens. There's engagement, there's vibrancy going on there. And there you join a whole bunch of other people there who are interested in productivity just like you. Until next week, uh, where we've got more and more productivity as to goodness, uh, stop guessing, start going, and keep moving things forward. We will see you then.